now. Hello, everyone. I am Jeff oh, Stone, yeah. Seniors Real Estate Specialist with Douglas Elliman in Port Washington and Manhasset on Long Island, New York. Uh, today's podcast, Downsizing and Relocation for Boomers and Seniors, we will discuss downsizing and relocating to South Florida. With us, we have a panel of real estate agents, a, a senior move manager, a mortgage professional, uh, and a home insurance agent, and two homeowners that made the transition to South Florida, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. All right, so we're gonna have a lot of fun here today, a lot of good information. Uh, and these folks are, uh, are specialists, they're experts in what they do. Um, so I'm your host again, Jeff Stone, Douglas Elliman, and I'd like to welcome to our today's show, Howard Horowitz, <laughs> realtor, Douglas Elliman. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. He practices in Fort Lauderdale, the Los Olas office, which I visited recently, and New York City. All right, so that's having two locations like I do, but you know, mine are in Nassau and his are in Florida and Manhattan, two great places. Um, next, we have Barbara Feldman, who's a senior move manager up here in Nassau County. Uh, she has her own business, Barbara at NewStartNewYork.com. Uh, I will put up the flyer uh, towards the end so everybody gets to see the contact information here. Uh, we have Jay Brinegar. Uh, realtor for EXP, Lakewood Ranch is his specialty and the surrounding areas. Uh, he's also a seniors real estate specialist, uh, Southwest Florida, uh, and uh, welcome to the show. We have Antonio Lamas, Tony Lamas, Director of Sales, America's Mortgage Lender, uh, and followed by Mark Kowalski, who's an agent, homeowners insurance specialist with Permont and Martin Insurance. Uh, finally, we have Jill Levine, who is a resident of Boynton Beach, uh, and she relocated from Long Island. Mike Ricketts is a resident and snowbird of Cape Coral, Florida and Suffolk County, Long Island. All right, uh, what I'd like to do first, uh, as a senior's real estate specialist, I want to sit down with a prospective uh, client, a homeowner who would like to uh, list their property for sale and is thinking to moving down to South Florida I'll first bring in my senior move manager, should the need arise. Senior move manager does many things uh, and uh, Barbara Feldman can tell you a little bit more about what she provides and uh, how, how good it is to bring her in uh, to uh, make it less stressful for the homeowner. All right, so Barbara, we're gonna start off with you. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, so. Thank you, Jeff, it's fun to be here. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Barbara Feldman. I actually own two companies, A New Start New York. We're senior move managers, and I am technically a certified relocation and transition specialist. And then my second company is All Gone Cleanout, so we do the full cleanout at the end. But for all of you, when you have someone come to you and they want to list a house and you walk in, and they've got 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years worth of stuff, and they have generations of stuff, and they don't know where to begin. We help them pick out what's most important to them, what they're going to keep. And we do floor plans for them. We may come and measure their furniture. I'll do digital floor plans. We could mail it to them or email it to them and the family, because usually there's a lot of people involved. Uh, and then once they determine what they really want and keep, then I bring in people to buy from them. So once we've determined what they're taking, what their family's taking, what they're gonna sell, then we have to do donations. And then my bring in my staff, we pack for them. We bring in supplies, we pack. I get them a mover between New York and Florida. I'm doing three Florida moves as we speak this month, um, Florida and New York and um, East Coast and West Coast. I have Naples and also um, Boca I'm doing. Um, and so once they've moved on the other end, I'm part of the National Association of Senior Move Managers, as well as the National Association of Professional Organizers. 
So I would pack them on this end, give them an inventory, and I work with the person on the other end to unpack them. We make it seamless. It's so much easier on the family. It's so much easier on you because people, they're overwhelmed and we are your key to an easier move. That's, that's our tagline. And we really pride ourselves on making it easier for everybody. I'm, like I said, I'm in business 15 years. I'm probably the oldest, not in age, <laughs> maybe in age too, um, in the area. There's very few of us that are A plus accredited, meaning that my people are employees. So they're covered on disability and your clients are covered on insurance. I don't pick up like day laborers. They're, they're all part of my payroll. So that's something that your, your people, because, you know, we're in their underwear, so people get nervous. Um, and our job is to protect them and to protect you and make you look good. Well, thank you, Barbara. I know you do quite a bit, and uh, I do rely on folks such as yourself to help lower the stress, the anxiety level with homeowners because they have accrued so much stuff. They don't know where to begin. And you do a great service. And Thanks. You know, it's, it, again, you know, being a senior real estate specialist, working with experts such as yourselves is, is, it's definitely a must and it's fantastic. Barbara and I have gone back over the years. We've had booths at various uh, uh, fairs involving seniors and boomers, and uh, we keep tripping over one another here and there. So uh, it's great. In this field, you, you all kind of run into one another every now and then. Mm -hmm. uh, so at this time, when you're getting the house ready for sale, what I would do, all right, is to the homeowner, I go, Mrs. Homeowner, Mr. Homeowner, I want you to uh, talk with a gentleman who's down in the southeast coast of Florida. He's a realtor. Uh, and because uh, you expressed interest in moving down to the Boca area, Boynton Beach area, uh, Hollywood, uh, places like that, Delray. And this gentleman I met while I was down in uh, for, uh, uh Florida. I traveled the half the East Coast and West Coast. I met people. Howard was one of them in the Douglas Elliman office, Fort Lauderdale, Las Olas. And uh, so, Howard, welcome to the yes. show. And Thank you, Jeff. I'll let you take it from there. So, when I get my client wanting to move to South Florida, East Coast, I will give you a call, tell you a little something about what the owner's looking for amenities, uh, costs. Um, mm -hmm. And then I'll say my client will call you or if she wants you to contact uh, them, you can do that. But basically they're looking for amenities. They're looking for what's the weather. They're looking for other things. So maybe you can just tell us a little bit about how you receive people from Long Island down to your area. Uh, that's, that's great, Jeff. Uh, thank you for being part of this uh, panel as well. Uh, as you know, Florida as a state is growing in population leaps and bounds. I think there's about 500,000 people that have moved to the state over the last two years. And a number of those people are senior, senior people looking for a great lifestyle down in Florida. And what I could say about Florida is uh, there are properties that are available to any type of senior that, that is looking for either a condo a single family home and or a 55 plus community lifestyle. So if I was speaking to a client, like I often do as a broker or as an agent broker up in New York, a lot of my clients from New York come down, uh, I would just discuss with them the options and the amenities and the offerings of a number of these different property types. Uh, some of my clients are looking and are very familiar with the lifestyle of condos and are looking for more of a spacious open home these days. Everybody's looking for that, that space. And that seems to be highly in demand as a single family home. Uh, the territory that I work uh, and uh, specialize in, Jeff, and you mentioned that, uh, the office is in Fort Lauderdale, but I also handle Delray Beach, Florida, Boca Raton, and South Beach. So when I'm speaking to one of my clients from say New York and or Long Island, 
uh, first conversation really would be, what's your desirable location? Where do you have family? Where would you like to move to? Because if we have the whole East Coast that has the same ocean all the way from South Beach up to Palm Beach and to Long Island. So I just try to get acquainted and know my clients very well and what they want and service their, their needs and desires. Uh, once I get to know my clients, uh, then we offer a lot of the different types of properties that they're, they're, they're looking for. Condos, single family homes, single family homes on the water, condos near the ocean, condos on the ocean, uh, 55 plus lifestyle communities that offer amenities such as golf, uh, tennis, a community swimming pool, food and beverage. Uh, some of the communities you have to pay a membership fee to, some you don't. So there's a whole different broad-based type of properties that my clients fall in love with on top of the weather, the uh, tax-friendly state that Florida is, the universities, the airports, the transportation, uh, the easy commute to the, their office or new office. Uh, so I take into account all their different types of lifestyle needs and wants. And Florida has something for everybody. Right. Now, up here, sometimes people will take a look in Florida first before they decide to list their home for sale. And right. that's okay. Um, mm -hmm. In that case, what I recommend is that they take an extended vacation uh, as opposed to a short-term rental, which is in high demand. Is, is very, you know, shortage, big shortage on that. So what we did is we took two weeks ourselves and we saw many uh, communities along the East Coast and West Coast. And I can right. tell you where the palm trees start, where the taxes jump up a little bit, property taxes, uh, the amenities, the uh, the vibe of certain neighborhoods, where you can go take your car on the beach and go fishing, surf casting, you know. So a little bit of everything here. And uh, I do know there's a real shortage of, of detached family homes, as in a lot of places in, across the nation, but condos right. are being built nonstop. When I was driving down 95, New community, new community, new community being built. And it's crazy. I go into an established community and it's still building. You know, so that is that is big time. They're, they're, they're investing in, in uh, these uh, uh, counties. They're investing in uh, relocation uh, folks coming down from Long Island. So, yeah, so that's there, what. There, you're, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's such a, a diminishing inventory. Yeah. For pretty much all property types down here in Florida. Yeah. There's a insatiable appetite uh, for the condo single family homes, yeah. detached homes. Um, and that's led to a big spike in the price increases. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Low inventory leads to price increases. Year yeah. over year, some of the territories that we talked about, Fort Lauderdale, Delray Beach, Boca, year over year, prices might be up 40% yeah. on single family homes. Yep. And the developers have recognized that need that you're talking about, Jeff, and developers are building luxury condos Yeah, yeah. from the new Waldorf Astoria going up in Brickell to 55 plus communities with three, 400 single family homes that offer tennis, golf, uh, and all the pickle, uh, pickle games. Uh, all the different amenities that clients from the uh, Northeast uh, are looking for. So uh, development is still going on. Uh, the cost to develop is increased. Lumber prices have increased by about 36%. Uh, so that's led to, of course, an increase in uh, new home construction. Yeah. But uh, you're absolutely right, Jeff. Uh, everywhere you go from South Beach, Miami, up to Palm Beach. Yeah. I mean, there's such an influx of uh, A, uh, firms, investment firms that are moving into the West Palm Beach and Palm yes. Beach area. Uh, well, well, people and, are finding, people are finding yeah. that they're not, they're not going to work as much or at all. It's more, you know, in their home office working from. Sometimes That's it's right. a hybrid, but people, if they could work, say, from Florida as their main residence, that's and true. maybe once in a while, 
take a trip up to Manhattan or have a little pied terre up there could be cost effective for them. Uh, so there's many ways of doing the same thing. It's just everything's changed and people recognize that and they're following suit. So yeah, I, I agree with you. And things yeah. are changing beforehand. I believe uh, COVID has really accelerated that growth spike that, we, that we're seeing now. Uh, and on top of that, with, with the low interest rates, uh, the valuations are, are increasing. Yep. And, and, to, and Tony could speak more directly to what's happening in the mortgage market right now. Uh, but uh, the, the mortgage guys and players that I, I work with are, are backed up uh, just processing uh, loans these days, uh, especially uh, historically low loans on, right. on the interest rate side. Uh, which has also probably led to somewhat of an inflation. So you have this whole pressure of diminishing inventory, low interest rates, low interest rates for the foreseeable future, people moving from the Northeast, uh, from maybe the high tax states, and or just looking for more space for their family, uh, working under the different types of conditions we're working under now, where their office is in their home. Uh, has led to this explosion down here in South Florida. Right. Now, now, one other topic that you did mention and touch on, uh, typically before this little uh, pandemic, uh, a lot of my clients would take maybe a three, four month seasonal rental during December, January, February, March, just to tip their toes in the water and test, you know, how great is Florida? And or do I like the lifestyle of Florida? Knowing they will be going back to say Long Island or Manhattan after the winter season. And what's happened this year is a lot of those clients have stayed. They've extended their stay without going back to Long Island and or to New York City. So either they extended their rentals and or looked to purchase residential properties as a single, as a secondary or primary home. Okay, now. Uh, thank you, Howard. I'd like to move on to uh, Jay on the uh, West Coast, uh, Lakewood Ranch. And uh, you were telling me that you've got it all down there uh, uh, from a low, low, lower end uh, uh, prices of units to over a million dollar homes. So uh, that's a wide range. So Jay, welcome to the show and uh, go right ahead. Thank you, Jeff. Um, it's great to live here in, in the Sarasota, Bradenton area, Lakewood Ranch. Um, I used to come here um, back in my, my business days. I was a vice president of sales for a company called Toshiba. You might have heard of them. And um, uh, we, my wife and I used to come down here to Siesta Key on vacation. And we just absolutely loved it. Uh, it's beautiful white sand. It's like powder. Uh, it was voted um, here recently in recent months the number one beach in the U.S. again. So they've won that multiple times. It's an absolutely beautiful beach, uh, Siesta Key, uh, Longboat Key, uh, on up to Anna Maria Island. It's all this beautiful sand and just beautiful clear water. Uh, it's very peaceful. And uh, the sunsets are obviously awesome as we watch the sun go down over the, over the Gulf. And uh, there's always a big crowd there every evening to watch that happen. Um, if you like palm trees, if you like golf, if you like, like Howard was talking about, all the amenities, um, there's a lot of new development here. Lakewood Ranch um, is, is a huge development with a lot of different communities and a lot of different price ranges. Um, prices have moved up like everywhere else, but there are still some homes selling in the Lakewood Ranch area uh, for under $300,000. Uh, the price has moved up, but you have homes that are as high as $10 million in Lakewood Ranch. And there's different communities that make that up. And there's still a lot of brand new development taking place in Lakewood Ranch. I'm talking massive communities being built. So we are in a, in a new construction explosion here, partly driven because of the low inventory. Um, and when the inventory began to go down on, on existing homes, then the, the builders were trying to keep up with demand because everybody says, well, I'll just go build a new home. And they've been setting records here in new home construction in all different price ranges. Um, some of it is further you know, out in, in Sarasota County or Manatee County, which covers 
the, the Bradenton, Sarasota, Venice area, Lakewood Ranch is all in that. Um, there's a vast, uh, fast growing community uh, in Parrish, Florida, which is by Bradenton and Lakewood Ranch. We're kind of like Lakewood Ranch North. And there are massive new communities going in here with a lot of different um, beautiful communities being developed with a lot of amenities, just amazing amenities for walking trails, bike trails, um, putting in more golf courses. So it's just, it's just a wonderful place to be. Um, we, have, we have seen um, a lot of people, as Howard said a while ago, somewhere around 900 people a day is our net population growth in Florida as a whole. And we are seeing, when we look at home prices, yes, home prices have increased, like year over year, home prices here in Manatee County is up 16% and about 17.5% in, in Sarasota County. But what I try to do is I focus on, as Howard does, I try to focus on what is my client really looking for? Are they wanting to downsize? Some people are actually upsizing because now uh, it's like my wife and I, we both have an office in our house. We, we did a new construction home last year and we actually went bigger and with a larger lot and a bigger hum because we do work from home. So a lot of people are doing the same thing. They're not downsizing where you think, okay, they're, they're empty nesters and they're in that senior bracket of 55 plus. They're wanting a bigger home with more amenities because what I've discovered after moving from Indianapolis, Indiana to Florida is I've got a lot of really good friends in Indiana and my family just really loves me, especially in December, January, and February. <laughs> uh, you, you, you seem to get a lot more visitors than you used to, you know, you live, live uh, in, in Snowland. Um, so the heated pools are nice, but uh, I do focus on what they're wanting to do because some people are looking for larger homes. And um, that's been interesting. And that's also driven into the, the new construction. Um, new construction is unable to keep up because of lack of supplies. They're now... Um, they're now putting a limit every month on how many lots they're going to sell as they're trying to get caught back up and get homes built. So what I do is I'm very focused on detail. I'm a detailed analytical person by nature. So when someone is looking at a, a particular community, a particular area, they come down, they like Lakewood Ranch, they want to be up close to the beach, whatever it might be. We look at those areas because in one area, the inventory may be a month or less. In another area, it may be three and a half or four months. Well, as we look into the details of the areas, the type of homes we're looking at, we get to kind of spread our wings a little bit, help them focus in on where are the prices on homes really going up fast and where are they kind of leveled off and not going up as quickly. And this allows them to maximize their buying power and then they can talk to Tony if they need a loan or pay cash, whatever it is they're doing. But it's a lot of attention to detail and understanding what their goals are. Uh, it's a beautiful, I've always loved the Gulf Coast, no matter where I was at in Florida, from the Panhandle down to here. Um, I'm covering every, you know, Sarasota County. There's a lot of beautiful homes being, and new homes uh, being built and existing homes in Venice, up through Sarasota, uh, Bradenton, uh, Parish Lakewood Ranch. It's just, uh, it's a beautiful place to live. And, you know, if people want to come down and spend a couple of weeks, then I enjoy getting to know people. It's a lot about relationship and working with them as a team. So I'd be more glad to spend some time, give them some things. They uh, make sure they go look at certain things based upon their criteria, their desires and wants, and uh, sp even spend some time with them. To, to show them around a little bit and help them get more acquainted with the area. So it is about customer service, Jeff, and helping people achieve what they want. Yeah, I call them concierge services. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I know uh, you and Howard, not to you know have you compete here on the screen, but you know both different areas of Florida, different vibes. Generally speaking, East Coast, you get a lot of uh, uh, people coming from, say, uh, the Northeast, uh, the West Coast, Midwest come down there, but it's a different vibe. That's the way I see it as. If uh, 
if people coming down to the east uh, to the west coast uh i mean other than uh spectacular sunsets over the gulf i mean what is it about the west coast that is attractive to those that move down there relocate um it's, it kind of goes into the communities. If you look at Sarasota as, as a community, um, it's very geared around the arts and entertainment. So people who are um, coming from, from New York and they're used to, to plays and musicals and, and things of that nature, you have a lot of the arts here. Uh, they just announced a couple of weeks ago that they're going to build a new massive arts and entertainment center uh, in Sarasota uh, that will allow them to have a lot of different musical uh, shows, and Broadway shows, and it, it's it's very much like that. Sarasota also has a very large arts area, um, so people who like arts itself, um, they're attracted to, to that Sarasota area. Bradenton is a very family-oriented and always has been a very family-oriented community, and Parish is of a, a family-oriented area that's got a little bit of a country feel to it. There's a lot of horses. There's cattle farms. I live in a beautiful community, but I go out of my community and turn right, and I'm immediately seeing cattle ranches and horses and working ranches. Uh, but I can also drive 20 minutes and be on Anna Maria Island and sitting on the beach. And I think that's the versatility that we offer um, on the West Coast is, is quite excessive because it, okay. it lines up to a lot of different lifestyles. Great. Thank you, Jenny. Now, we're going to bring you to the money man, Tony Lamas, America's mortgage lender. Hi, Hi everybody. Good Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's so, so, uh, so happy to be part of the group. I do hear somebody's, there's some noise uh, interference here. Is somebody... Um, oh, somebody could uh, mute yourself if you have yeah. noise in the background. There it is. Okay. All right. Much better. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, my name is Tony Lamas uh, with America's Mortgage Lenders here um, in Sarasota, uh, Florida. Um, we also have a company up in Whippany, New Jersey, up in North Jersey. So we're very familiar with both of the transactions and how they work out. Um, what I find to see here is I'm also new in the area. I'm a transient myself. Um, coming out of New Jersey. I still own my house in New Jersey, so I know what it costs to heat the house up in New Jersey while I, I'm, I'm here full time. So very familiar with both sides of the operations. We also, uh, I'm familiar with licensing in New York um, uh, as far as how to get loans. I know uh, New York requires two attorneys to facilitate their deals. Um, and uh, the, the, the thing that I've seen when I came here uh, not by choice, but to say that we were going to come out here and open a uh, mortgage company, it, it was like night and day. I couldn't understand the two um, mechanics of how Florida does things and how uh, New York and New Jersey does things. So it took a while to get used to, but once we got to understand it, uh, and the things that I really identified was, you know, the real estate agent in Florida, this is a, a title state. So it does not require, um, it does not require an attorney. Uh, unlike New York, where you have to have, you have, you, you have to hire your own attorney and where you have to pay for the bank's attorney as well. So um, in New Jersey, they, most of the transactions are done facilitated by attorney, but here, uh, a lot of the uh, addendums that are made or any changes to the contract are generally your representation as your real estate agent. And so it's so important to, to have that uh, because I've seen a lot of things that, that just change and, and where they needed to and, and not knowing, so that, that's so important to understand that. Uh, but as far as the lending part of it, um, I just wanna share what I've experienced with living in the West Coast, Florida. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Sarasota. This is an area um, just outside of Sarasota's Lakewood Ranch. Uh, it's about a 40 square mile of open, a new development. And they, they've established it about 20 years ago. And since then, you're, you're talking about 20 to 30,000 people that just appeared within a short amount of time. So it's, everybody's friendly, everybody's waving. But what I like about it so much is it's so close to Tampa. You're, you're 45 minutes away from Tampa, which has the, um, you know, championships. Uh, I think we have Tampa Bay there with uh, Brady and we have, you know, the, 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 uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. They, they won the uh, National League, uh, American yep. League title 
Thanks for and reminding also, us, Tony. Yeah, and also with <laughs> in ice hockey. I mean, how could you not want to be in this area? But what's also interesting about it, I had young kids at the time when I moved in. Uh, now they're going off to college, and and you know I have a four-year plan, and um, in some of the universities which were so much more affordable. Um, so I really have a big fan of that, uh, and also we're an hour and forty-five minutes from Disney World, so we're centrally located in the area to where we're, we're probably about two hours, two hours and fifteen minutes from Miami, about two and a half hours from the East Coast. So it's centrally located, and what's amazing about this area is the water is blue all the time. <laughs> It's and uh, if there's three feet of waves in the ocean, boats don't go out. That's how uh, amazing it is. Uh, but that's just my take on that. And uh, I have the uh, the uh, luxury to have to go back and forth. So I see the difference. Uh, and I haven't been there in about 10 months, but I'm going back next week. But anyhow, some of the programs that we run as a lender, we are a direct lender. Um, and we lend with our own money. We have underwriters on staff in our main office in Whippany, New Jersey, um, which funnels all the deals. Uh, and it's just, we're not brokering it out. It's, it, it's handled by us. But what we specialize in are seniors. We, when we do loans for seniors, um, you know, a lot of people will come down and buy homes at, in a second homes first before they come down here. And when they do that, it requires a minimum down payment of 10%. So 10% would get you into a second home here in uh, Florida as a, as a second home. Um, the other options are, how do we qualify for some loans? The majority of the people that are retiring, we have a program that Fannie and Freddie adhere to. Uh, as long as you're 59 and a half or older, we can use your funds to qualify for a loan and what's called income dissipation. So in other words, we write down the number uh, of what we need to operate and what you need as a living expense to qualify your loan in, the, in, in, in a comfortable ratio, what qualifies uh, for Fannie and Freddie. And uh, we use that income as income dissipation uh, to qualify for loans in talking with the financial advisor. Uh, that's also another option there. Um, and uh, if you were to buy an owner-occupied home on single-family dwellings, you can go FHA as little as 3.5% down, uh, but that's not typically the case. That's usually for first-time home buyers, but we can also do that. Um, so you have 75 that rides up and down the West Coast um, and that goes all the way up into Chicago, into Canada. Um, so anything on east of, um, anything east, I have to get used to this because I'm usually doing the opposite, but anything east of the highway is basically where Lakewood Ranch is, where all the new development is growing. It's the number, it, it's the number three growth and development in the country as far as a planned urban development. And everything is new and beautiful. It's just amazing when I have to drive through these new streets as they still create them as they come. But because of that, uh, there's a massive amount of people that are moving down in this area. Um, and it's just a desirable, what, what, what we like about it is it's, it's about 10 miles from the best beach in the world, which is Siesta Key. And uh, you feel like you, uh, it's just an amazing place to see both of those worlds. Um, now, uh, as far as uh, in Florida, there is a transaction called a stamp. This is the tax that they charge Unlike New York, you'll have your, your state tax or um, that you'll pay to do the transaction, but there's what's called a deed and mortgage note transfer tax. Every time you either refinance or purchase a house, this tax will be applied, which is typically about 0.45% of the sale price. So just to give you an idea, um, so it, it's really not that bad considering that we don't have any um, payroll income tax. So it really, really helps. So I'm open for any questions. If you have uh, Jeff or anybody on the panel, I'm happy to ask if, if you have any questions. Yeah, uh, does anybody have any questions for, uh, for Tony at this point? Or maybe we can hold to, towards the end. But I do know between uh, Jay and Howard, the realtors and yourself, Tony, you go over monthly expenses for the uh, uh, person who's looking to uh, relocate because they need to know everything that's, that goes into uh, the mortgage, the cost, uh, uh, because they're all too aware of the costs up here and they're looking to downsize their monthly uh, costs. And uh, someone who's very important to bring in to discuss costs is our next speaker. And that's Mark Kowalski, who is a uh, uh, homeowner's insurance. Uh, so Mark, uh, welcome to the show. 
Yes. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you all for the opportunity. I'm grateful for this to speak with you and everyone else through the podcast. Uh, Mark Walski, been a, uh, involved in the insurance space for about 12, 15 years now down in Florida. Um, you know, my job is to listen to you all, help your people move, find it, buy it. And now I look at it as biased, but most importantly, we have to insure it um, because of the fact that if you have a mortgage or other things like that, you're going to have to insure it. But ultimately, I just kind of want to highlight a little bit more about Jane, what Tony was saying about Sarasota and Manatee County, Lakewood Ranch, is we've got Siesta Key. I think that's one gem that uh, highlights our areas. We're always top rated, one, two, three in the world. Um, and from there, I just don't feel we're as congested yet as a uh, location. We still have some open space. We've got plenty of parks outdoors. I myself married, raised in a family. I've got kids at the school system. The, the school systems are very engaged. You have the public, you got the private, Florida's pro on charter. So with all of this, it's a very family friendly oriented location to live. Um, as well as our downtown's thriving. And speaking from y'all with the realtors and the bankers, it's condos, condos, condos right now. We've got towers just coming up and many more slated. In fact, we're over, between the next 15 years, we'll have about 25,000 new homes in Sarasota and Manatee County. Oh. It's just thriving. Uh, we're doing well, the economy's doing well. So I think that's why people are coming down. I originally come from the Midwest, lived on the East Coast. So I get to see and talk with people from both regions and, uh, it is just hot right now, as everybody knows. So the housing market, as you know, is great. Our insurance market, um, not so great. Um, we're having a little bit of hiccups right now. But at the end of the day, my role as an agent is to communicate, educate, and ultimately advocate for our clients. They're so coming in from an area where insurance rates and insurance premiums were X. When they come down to Florida, it's Y, if not Z. It has gotten, it's gotten to be more expensive um, because we are prone to hurricanes. Granted, we haven't had a direct hit over here in the Southwest Coast in quite some time, many, many years. East Coast and South Florida typically is where the targets are at or the panhandle has been having some. But we're beyond now regional insurance carriers. We're talking global-based reinsurance, insurance for insurance. So what happens overseas over on in Europe or whatever it is, it's all a global space. And being that we're all prone to these catastrophic events, we are seeing rates increasing. Um, carriers are pulling out as well, but I think from the, and it's not to scare anybody, it's just, my point is find an agent, whoever they like, pair up with the real estate guys, the bankers, but have your clients find somebody they know, like, and trust to walk them through the process. From our process, there's key things that homeowners have to have that are going to be foreign to someone that lives up north. The main way that you can have any type of premium savings within your homeowner's policy, you have to advise your, your clients to get a wind mitigation inspection. More times than not, it's done. Even if the existing buyer had one done previously more than five years or more, it has to be every five years now. It's, it's a mandate by the companies and by the state. And all a wind mitigation report is, it's an inspector. They come and look at the way the house is going to mitigate damage through a windstorm. Roofs, number one priority right there. The, the common thread is if you have a tile, concrete roof, 20 years and you're good. Used to be 30, but they brought it down to 20. Shingle, they're now bringing that down to 10 years. That's just the exterior of the roof. Then they get up into the attic and they're going to see how it's attached to the um, to the roof and how if it's strapped or if it's being used now. So it is, it's a pretty in-depth and robust inspection. At the end of the day, it's only a hundred bucks. So for something like that, that's where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. The biggest, biggest example I can use, and for you all being up in New York, and no offense to New York insurance agents, but they just don't typically know to ask for these wind mitts and the four points and things of that nature. So the example is high net worth individual bought a house 10 years ago out on the water. She was paying $100,000 a year just for her homeowner's insurance. 
The New York agent over the course of 10 years never asked her for a wind mitigation. So when we got involved through that uh, referral and recommendation to move forward, we had her go spend a hundred bucks on a wind mitt. She saved $18,000 a year. So the course of 10 years, she spent $180,000 in additional insurance premium all over a $100 inspection report. Mm-hmm. That is few and far between, but that is something that's very, very important as to why these wind mitts are important. Case in hand, you have your typical 3-2, maybe 3-3 house. Let's just say it's valued at 700000 If your insurance, just throwing numbers out, don't hold it against you, but maybe let's just say it's $5,000 a year. You get the wind mitigation and it checks out fine, you'll probably drop down to $2,200 a year. So again, there was true savings there to get this wind mitigation. Other ways to control your homeowner's insurance is deductibles. You have your hurricane deductible, which is one. Those are typically along the coastline. We could see two to 3% of the um, value of the house. You move inland towards Orlando, Hernando, and any of the other counties, you might see 0.1% in terms of wind deductible. So you can increase those if you want to bear risk. You can increase the other, what we call all other perils, um, you know, fire, lightning, et cetera, like those. Um, and then four points. If people are going to be looking at houses that are 20 years or older, it is important to request a four-point inspection. Simply put, that's another $100 inspection. They'll usually pair that with a wind mitigation. And again, the four-point, just make sure the roof is structurally there. Make sure the electrical is updated. They're going to look at the electrical panel. They're going to look at the plumbing, particular water heaters these days. They want to see them 10 years or less, and then along with the uh, air conditioning machines as well. So the concern is some houses built 20 years or prior have cast iron pipes, where nowadays they've moved all to PVC pipe. So if you have cast iron or the house is over 20 years, you might have to get that replumbed to PVC, another way to reduce your cost. And then ultimately, what you buy that house for at the market price has absolutely no bearing to what we see in terms of what it costs to rebuild should you have a claim. We're always gonna be worried about what it is to replace, not concerned about market, nor the tax uh, value of the house as well. So that's something we have to commonly remind people that you might've bought a house for a million dollars, but to rebuild that house, it might only be $700,000. So um, some of the other things, the real one thing too, that probably is prevalent up there because of Hurricane Sandy about eight years ago, we're going through flood remapping. So the federal government is going through and remapping all these flood zones throughout the state in Florida, and we're seeing it, it can work advantageously or it can be disadvantageous. And the fact that the closer you are to the water, including the rivers, if you're in an A zone or a B zone, a V zone is the, I would say worse, you're right on the water. If you carry a mortgage, you have to have insurance. And with that, the flood limits that the NFIP, National Flood Insurance Program, will provide are $250,000 on the house, $100,000 on the contents. You could buy excess flood if you want to, but you have to at least have the minimum when you carry a mortgage in a V or an A zone. The other thing, too, that I think is a really big important piece for the realtors that maybe don't know much about the Florida marketplace or people coming into the marketplace if that current buyer, or if the current seller, rather, my apologies, if the current seller has a flood policy in place, and when they purchase that flood policy, let's say they were in an X zone, they now want to sell years later through flood remapping, they may be re-rated into an A or a V zone, which would then make it mandated to have the flood insurance carrying a mortgage. The, the buyer can what we call assume that seller's flood policy only if it's going to be their primary property. So another case in point, another home buyer um, that we insure along the water, she's buying a house on the bay. We're working, we worked with her Buyer, you know, we work with their real estate agent to get the existing insurance policies in place to see if we can assume that flood policy. It turns out 
the, the home or the buyer, the seller, rather, I'm sorry, they just, they're bare. They don't carry any insurance whatsoever. So if they would have bought that flood policy back in 2007 when they bought the house when it was new, they would have been in an A zone at that point, probably paid three grand in insurance for flood only. We could have assumed that $3,000 policy because our buyer now took a small mortgage out for this. She's paying $22,000 a year for flood insurance for $250,000 limits. So always I recommend get to the insurance policies as the buyer's agent, because if you have existing policies, particularly that flood, you can assume that provided again, it's a um, primary house. Those are the ways that I think, I just wanna make sure that we talk day in and day out with people and our clients and prospective clients and people coming to the area. Those are the things to look out for in terms of Florida insurance. Beyond that, we can get into differences in terms of coverage on the dwelling, the other structures, the personal property. Um, another big question comes up, what about my pool cage? If the pool cage is attached with more times than not it is, that's gonna be your dwelling, your house value. So at that point, you then have to think about where your hurricane deductible is should that get damaged because those pool cages can cost 10 to 30 and you know, obviously more than $30,000 if, if you do really big pool cages. But um, I think just really highlighting the important things of what we communicate, educate, advocate about here, wind mitigation inspections, four point inspections, deductibles, hurricane deductibles, replacement costs versus actual cash value, the roofs, and then again, the flood. The flood is so, so important because it is ever so changing these days because of the, uh, remapping that the government's doing. So I think that kind of highlights it, you know, and in closing, again, beautiful area over here on the West Coast, been here 17 years and uh, never disregarded it in the past before. Absolutely love it out here. So either now or at some point towards the end or in the future, I'm always available for any questions that I can help out on. Yeah, thank you, Mark. A lot of information uh, to unpack there. I, I know to start with the realtor who brings in the experts, mortgage homeowners, and they talk about monthly expenses. So this way you're going in knowing mm -hmm. what is involved and that's that's doing your due diligence as a homeowner. Uh, now we wanna go to our residents who made the successful uh, move. Our first one, ladies first, uh, Mike, and that's uh, Jill who's on the East Coast in Boynton Beach. Jill, welcome to the show. So I lost you for a moment, I wanna get it back. Okay, there we are. Well, coming towards the end, so many different areas have been discussed so what I'm going to touch on, I've made some notes, things that I haven't heard discussed. So it's a potpourri of different thoughts that I've had um, about different things. I've been a Florida resident since I've been born, but not full-time and off and on. My grandmother had a house in South Beach and I lived there from 1945 on, off and on. We had a house at the Breakers West which was a community from the Breakers Hotel in Palm Beach. We had that for four years and we didn't come down to Florida. And then we returned again uh, five years ago. And I wanna mention that we downsized from a very large house near Manhasset, Long Island. And we downsized to an attached villa. And we were very unhappy there. And within two years we moved and now we're in a large house in Boynton Beach. Our community here has uh, five different divisions in price. We're in the estates division and there are some homes that are very, very small here and they almost look like garages. And then we have a very big house. And uh, when we bought our house a few years ago, three years, the price we paid then three years ago, people are paying now for the little houses so that as mentioned, there's been a tremendous jump in the prices. Now here in my community, we're having a lot of movement because the original um, owners are in their 80s, 90s, and we're having, unfortunately, a lot of deaths. And when the homes go up to sale, the family flocks down, gets it ready immediately, house next door to mine. Uh, somebody died 10 days ago. The house is already on the market today and, uh, there's a, 
a flood of people looking at it. I'm sure it'll be sold by tomorrow. That's what's happening here in my community. They're selling within two days and there are no discounts on these resales. Uh, people just wanna get into the communities. And uh, one of the things that we were unhappy with in the first place that we moved in, and people need to be aware of it, there were only 300 units. So we didn't have a lot of uh, social life. We didn't have a lot of shows. There wasn't the money of the community to support all the social activities, which was one reason that we moved. So that's important to consider for people to really understand when you're taking them to a community to go look in the clubhouse and look on the announcement boards if the people are coming down here to look and see what activities are present. Some communities have a cafe, a little restaurant, we have that. And there were communities that didn't and we didn't wanna look at those communities. There were times we really wanted to have that camaraderie and have lunch right here or you order lunch and, or dinner and you bring it back to the house. And uh, there are a lot of issues that need to be taken into consideration with the monthly and yearly expenses. And those are the rising HOA assessment costs. We moved down here and within a few months, they decided they wanted to do all the roads again, all the grass again, uh, the clubhouse roof, we were assessed like $4,000. Now that wasn't a problem for us, but being an HOA, even though we had one of the larger, more expensive homes, the people with the smaller homes had to share the expense of it because it was community roads, community clubhouse. So that's something that people to be, must be aware of, that if they're on a very limited fixed budget, things can escalate. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Just give me a minute here. <clears throat> Another concern in the lifestyle is with the seniors, there's a, I don't know what's going on here. <coughs> Allergies. I don't know. <coughs> the main topic of conversation down here is doctors. What operation are you having next week? What doctor are you seeing? <laughs> yeah. Can you get health insurance? <coughs> so these are all things that people have to understand when they come down here. It's not all uh, playhouses and beaches and golf. Uh, there are a lot of those issues too. Yeah. Getting yourself settled in with the right health insurance because you can't take your New York health mm -hmm. insurance and bring it down here. You have to now, set up immediately. That's very true. Good insights, Jill. Jill, let me ask you something. I, I visited your house um, near Manhasset and it, yes, it was a big house and I know you're paying a ton of taxes was what was the overriding deciding factor for you just to you know pack your bags and go? Well, it wasn't money. Um, everybody we knew had left Long Island, except you, Jeff, but you've come down to visit. Well, I'm holding the fort, you know, it's like- <laughs> We're a little younger. Um, nobody was left. My husband was retired. Um, the neighborhood around Manhasset and uh, East Williston, Alperton had changed dramatically and uh, wasn't, what it was and we didn't have children in the schools anymore. Our children didn't live there. Uh, many of our friends who have uh, children in Connecticut and New York and New Jersey maintain another home because they wanna go back. So they're snowbirds. We're down right. here permanently. We have no time. Okay. Very, very yeah. quiet. Okay. Okay, Jill, uh, I wanna get to uh, Michael, but thanks for sharing your uh, real insights there as a, as a homeowner. And uh, Mike, uh, uh, for all full disclosure, is my brother-in-law, but is also a snowbird. And he's also a retired accountant. So he knows dollars and cents. He knows expenses. And uh, so Mike, welcome, welcome to the show. Hello, Jeff. Uh, so we, uh, we purchased a, a place, a condo 12 years ago. We did it actually a, a speculation. Um, Sight unseen, bought it online, um, but, but we uh, turned out that it turned out to be a pretty nice community anyway. We had we had been to the community before, and we had uh, visited friends in, in, in Cape Coral. Um, there are a lot of condos, but, but you know I, I'm not in the real estate industry, but it seems like a lot of the development out is um, 
redeveloping all the waterfront areas. The prime um, properties were purchased back in the 60s and 70s. They, they put up a three bedroom ranch house. Um, they probably cost them $12,000. Today, they are uh, buying these 50 year old homes for uh, $500,000, knocking them down, putting up beautiful homes. Uh, well, certainly well over a million. I don't, I'm not pricing them. So the market, you know, you have a lot of these um, high-end homes going in. There's a lot of uh, open space in Cape Coral uh, where they haven't built any homes. It's still, the lot was uh, uh, created when they built the town 50 years ago, 60 years ago, and it's never been built on. And yet the prime space, space is along the, the uh, waterfront. They're, they're selling like crazy. Uh, people are coming uh, from all over. We have a lot of Europeans coming in, but typically though, we'll have a, a couples uh, from the Midwest, the uh, Chicago, Ohio, Pennsylvania type of thing. Uh, uh, Michigan, a lot of Michigan, Wisconsin. And uh, they just, they buy these old homes completely knock them down, put up beautiful homes. Now, you were telling me um, an expense that people may not be aware of. I mean, up here it's heat and some air conditioning in the summertime, but not as much as Florida, say, with uh, the heat is excessive. And I know you have to have your air conditioning on quite a bit because the humidity factor and, you know, getting mold and whatnot. And so can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, with the, uh, if most people will run their air conditioner all summer long, even if they're not there, especially if they're not there. Um, because if you do wind up with a mold issue, people with allergies, the house will just be uh, unfit for you completely. So you're going to run them. Um, the temperature is from, say, today clear till the, the end of October, it's going to be at least 90 degrees every day. And the air conditioning, I, I spend more in electric when I'm not there than I do as a resident. We're paying $50 a month because uh, you're not using the air conditioning in uh, January and February, uh, March. Um, but in the, in the summertime, it basically never shuts off. It runs literally 24 hours a day. Uh, it's uh, the, the electric rates are better than than New York, but you still you'll see your expenses going up. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I know when I went down there to visit you with my wife, it was great being on your boat, uh, going on the bay, and uh, a lot of people fishing, and you know seeing dolphins, and stopping by a uh, uh, a canal, a, a restaurant right on the canal. I mean that was so nice. I mean for us that was a real pleasure. So. There's a lot of things that bring people down to South Florida, whether it's East Coast or West Coast, you know, it's a personal preference. Uh, but again, doing your due diligence with your realtor, finding out the monthly expenses, all right, right from what it's gonna cost you, HOA fees, what you get for that. Uh, are there any assessments current or coming on the way? Uh, things like that, travel the area, uh, stay in an area if you have to stay in an area for for a month short-term rental or or a three-week vacation you know check out the areas see what fits with you you know see where you you kind of feel that you could you could live there uh, knowing your expenses and then going on from there these communities it's not all about sh uh, table shuffleboard or, or or shuffleboard anymore it's pickleball that's a big sport now uh, and uh, and uh, other uh, events and uh, activities in these adult communities, non-adult communities. Uh, I know they're building these big uh, uh, condos in Fort Lauderdale still, right on Las Olas there, I think the residences. Uh, and uh, really very, very nice condos. You know, again, this, this single family homes are hard to get. Uh, you know, you have a lot of uh, competition with uh, other buyers and uh, uh, the, uh, the bidding wars can be uh, pretty uh, terrific or horrible. Uh, and, uh, but it's a great place to live. People do it because of cost. People do it 
to be near to family. People do it uh, because of uh, a better quality uh, of, of life, uh, of living. And, you know, again, uh, there are different parts of Florida that may bring different types of uh, uh, interest to others, whether it's uh, the Northeast uh, corridor, the, uh, the Panhandle, uh, inland like Orlando, uh, there's a lot of places in Florida and, you know, I got to tell you, Florida, you know, you got to thank us New Yorkers for making you guys work so, so hard. You know, I mean, I don't, I'm not getting any, I'm not getting paid from you guys. You know, I should get some kind of a referral fee, you know, every time they pass over the Verrazano Narrows Bridge to go down there, you know, so. But we can any, thank the governor for that. Yeah, well, I'm not going there. <laughs> Uh, but in any case, uh, if anybody has anything to say, say it now. I'll also put up the, uh, the screenshot that I wanted to share with everyone. Uh, and uh, let's see here. And there we go. All right. That's what I wanted to share. Uh, and... Uh, this is my podcast. It's called Downsizing and Relocation for Boomers and Seniors. Today was about downsizing and relocation to South Florida. You can find this podcast, by the way, on my YouTube channel, Jeffrey Stone. You could also find it on my SoundCloud account, Jeffrey Stone. You could find it on Douglas Elliman's iTunes platform, Downsizing and Relocation for Boomers and Seniors. Uh, and you get to see uh, my face up there. Uh, SRES underneath it, and uh, you get to see past shows. But all of our speakers are right here. And, uh, you know, feel free to contact any one of these individuals. If you want to talk to one of the residents, uh, you know, give me a, a, a shout out, email, and I'll talk with the, uh, uh, the resident and see if they'd like to uh, engage with you. Uh, but again, talk to any one of these experts, these professionals. It's well worth your while. Uh, again, it's doing your due diligence. Uh, you want to go in without the blindfold, you know, without palm trees waving around in your head. You want to see everything, the cost. So when you go down there, you know, nothing catches you by surprise. So uh, at this point, does anybody have anything to add? Well, Jeff, I want to thank you for having this panel. The last, I guess, comment that I would have just to recap everybody's uh, uh, information and insights to what's happening in Florida is for any senior up, uh, up east, come on down to Florida, tip your toe in the water, tip your toe in the pool, in the ocean. Florida has something for anybody. So well. please come on down. Use all our services. Just to let be you know, great hands. just to let you know, my wife and I uh, already uh, booked uh, some time down in Palm Beach next year, Wonderful. early next year, yeah. January, and uh, we can't wait. It's Oceanside uh, condo rental, so nice. we get to see more of what the East Coast has to offer. And no doubt, every time we go down there, we have to visit uh, Michael on the west coast and jill by the way yeah i saw a number of people when i went down from saint augustine all the way down to uh, uh, fort lauderdale uh, friends of mine that have made the move uh, uh, past manager of mine in uh, uh, new smyrna beach and uh, uh, someone else up north in saint augustine and i gotta tell you you know i have a lot of friends and neighbors that have made the transition and they're loving life down there what's not to like you know it's florida living uh, Long Island has a lot to offer. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to beat up on Long Island. I've been here my whole life. But I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's nice going somewhere. And if you can afford to have a second home as a you know, second property, do so. A lot of times people will just sell their home up here when it's time and just fully transition down wherever it is. And I hope to do more of these shows on different areas of Florida, the Carolinas, Virginia, and so on and so on. I met a lot of brokers and realtors over the years, whether at trade shows or online. And I want to keep this going. Uh, to me, this is a great way for folks to get a little better insight as to what's going on here. So um, uh, this is this is what I wanted to do. This is, is, is helping folks. All right. So I want to thank everybody for being on board here. 
You brought a lot of good information. I thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, all I can say is, is uh, uh, have uh, uh, a great time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. All right. I would imagine everybody here, except for the young guys like Tony and Mark, maybe have had both of our COVID shots. Um, so I'm good. Am I too? Oh, okay. There we go. All right. Good. Well, so, I actually had COVID, so I'm okay now. <laughs> okay. You know, the COVID shots, it's all opened up to 16 and older now in Florida. Okay. When I come down there on the West Coast to visit you, Jay, you know, I want you to have a you know, a nice little party for me, you know, and uh, we'll all get together outside and have a good time. Yeah, we got an outside, we got an outside kitchen. We'll uh, we'll cook on the grill and have a good time with the pool. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'll be doing the same on the East Coast. You know, I mean, uh, borrow Jill's uh, golf cart and uh, drive around town to create <laughs> havoc. You know, there's a there's a lot of golf carts down here in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. imagine. All right, just get some insurance for that. Yeah, golf cart. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> Thank so you, much, Jeff. Guys. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye.